You know, having sensitive skin makes finding skincare products so difficult. It is. But today's sponsor, OneSkin, makes it easy. Their topical supplements are formulated with soothing ingredients and natural antioxidants. And they're gentle enough to use every day, even if you have sensitive skin. And it was founded by an all-female team of scientists. OneSkin's products are backed by extensive lab and clinical data to validate their efficacy and safety on all skin types. Their topical supplements are the easiest way to keep your skin healthy and hydrated without all the harsh ingredients or irritation found in other skincare products. In a third-party 12-week clinical study performed by third-party research organization OS01 Face was clinically proven to strengthen the skin barrier, improve skin health markers, and diminish visible signs of aging. Like wrinkles were diminished in 87% of users. One Skin is the world's first skin longevity company by focusing on the cellular aspects of aging one skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer get started today with 15 percent off using code tco at oneskin.co that's 15 percent off oneskin.co with code tco after your purchase they'll ask you where you heard about them please support the show and tell them we sent you it's more than just your output more than a Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast, episode 350. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Just getting our clock running. I am impressed. Episode 350. Oh, that's kind of a milestone. It is. It is. We call that, unreal spoilers, a milestone. A milestone. <laughs> because it's not like 400 or 300. It's in between. Yeah. But it's got a round figure to it. Yeah, it does. As do I. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. I, you can't say that anymore. I'm a mild. Like you have to stop saying that because have, like you've lost so much weight, Tom. But I'm just a smaller round figure. No, that's not true. You're not I, round. No, I'm very, I've always have round features. Look at my head. Mm. <laughs> it's an oval, honey. <laughs> yeah. Are ovals round? No, what? circles are round. Ovals are round. They no, they have curves. I mean, you're, you're not a square. No, well, no. But you're also not a like. I got a head like you're Charlie not a Brown. Basketball? No, you don't. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're, you're. I'm sorry, but your uh, your visual has changed okay. over time. Anyway, yeah, I'm sure this is what people tune yes, in for. Absolutely. Hi, Hi, Hi. people. Yes. So uh, I guess before we dig in, let's uh, <laughs> let's do the bingo thing that I always forget. You do always forget it. Okay. So for our very first bingo call out this week, we're going to be calling out Adrian Williams. So make sure that you take a class with Adrian, mark it off. I'm really curious to hear back from people like, do we have, we have a lot of people that are still following along this many weeks in, we're like six or seven, eight yeah. weeks in. Or if we so. stop doing this, would nobody notice? I know, right? <laughs> uh, and you or know, maybe they're doing their own version of it, right? They could be. Like they're just, they have the card and when they do. But when, when they... we turn in the card, when we have the cards turned in, people are going to be eligible for a prize. Oh. And so I'm, you know, you're, you're going to be put into a drawing. So I'm really excited about that because I think it'll be fun. We will put all the entries into a hat. Yes. And then for no reason, we will spin a wheel. Yes. And that will give us our winner. Yeah. 
because it'll probably be a virtual hat. So that's probably the reason. Ah, is that why? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we should also remind people about the next book club. Yes. March 12th at 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. We are going to be discussing Mel Robbins' book, The Five Second Rule. Okay, listen, listen. I'm listening. You don't have to say it twice. I am having a lot of thoughts about this book. Um, <laughs> it's been kind of a roller coaster. No, no, I kept reading, Tom. Okay. Because I, I was not like my first, my first week on this book. You were like, mm. Mm, mm. I felt like I kind of did all this stuff very naturally. But there was something in it this week that was like a turning point for me. She talked about. Okay. This is a little preview. Yeah. She talked about that, like, when you're doing hard things that feel like a hassle. Yeah. That a different way to view it is, like, we do all these amazing things that we just tend to, like, just, we just put them aside. And she was talking about, like, can you imagine that there's this guy climbing Everest and he's, like, at base camp about to go up the next day. And he's, like, oh, this is such a hassle. This is causing (laughs) me so much stress. And now I've started thinking of the things that I do every day as like not my Everest necessarily, right. but like it's for a bigger purpose. Yeah. It like really stuck with me. Well, that's good. Yeah. I so, know at first you were kind of arguing in your head. With I really was. Yeah. I really was. So I, I had to, you know, that's what you have. And now we can talk about this, right? Yes. So during the March 12th book club, we'll get into it. So if you have thoughts on the book, come join us. Now I'm still reading my book and I'm <laughs> excited to announce that according to Kindle, I just cracked the 40 hour mark. So I have like 39 hours and 52 minutes left in the book. I mean, it's going to be next. I'm reading. It's going to be next year. Yeah. Before you get to this. Unfortunately, the book I'm reading is The Cat in the Hat. (laughs) Stop. That's that's not good. So uh, what, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we have uh, some some new changes that are coming to Peloton. Uh, We also have just news in general to share uh, that Peloton They've got updates on the tread. They've got they're partnering with somebody new. We've got lawsuit updates. We've got a visit from Angelo at MetPro. We're going to talk some more tips about how to accomplish your goals for the new year. And we have a bunch of instructor updates. And we also have an artist series to discuss. And we have past guest updates. And then all kinds of content to discuss. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us. While you are there, be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. You can also find us on the Facebook at facebook.com slash the clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. It's a great way to stay up to date with things throughout the week or just chime in in a maybe more friendly Facebook group environment. Yes. Than other places. Other and, places indeed. And uh, you can also uh, find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash the clip out where for five bucks a month. Here's what you get. You get ad free episodes. If we get them early, you get them early. So you can like know what's going to happen and place bets with your friends. It pays for the five dollars just winning <laughs> one or two of those bets. And so and then you also get bonus content. There's all sorts of things that we just don't have time to get to every week. So we record a separate episode that's typically 20 to 30 minutes long of just all sorts of extra content or windows into what we've been up to. We will tell you about our next big trip that fell into our laps. Oh, this uh, is a crazy one. And why we will suddenly be out of town this weekend <laughs> thanks to a major motion picture i'm so still scratching my head yes. over how this happened so we will tell you that story over 
on the clipped out if you are so inclined to hear that sort of stuff. So it's also it's a nice way to support the show, right? These things cost money. This might gain cheap and stuff like that. So or if you just want to listen and put up with ads, that is also a wonderful way to support the show. It is. We appreciate you as well. Finally, you can watch these things on YouTube at youtube.com slash the clip out. And I know I said finally, but I'm a big liar. Finally, finally, <laughs> uh, you can sign up for our newsletter at the where we will send you the links and the articles and stuff that we talk about in the episode. So there's all that. I feel like I'm doing an ad for micro machines. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. For those of you watching the YouTube, you might have wondered why I look like I'm dressed like a polar bear. That is because yesterday it was a high of 86 in St. Louis. And today I woke up and it was 24. Yes. Yeah. Welcome to St. Louis. That's what happens here. Yeah. Yeah. So Peloton this week <laughs> has announced the warm up. Now, first off, I got to say that name sounds a little. A little familiar. A little familiar. Oh, really? Why do you say that, Tom? I just. Sounds a little bit like us. Uh-huh. Well, that's okay. You know, the the interesting part... We've of- had worse people steal from us. <laughs> yeah, we have. There's some real <laughs> shitty ones out there. <laughs> they don't even try to hide it. So the interesting thing about this is that it's going to be taking place at all of the Peloton stores. So... We don't have one in St. Louis, right. so we won't be going to it. But it's kind of like to kick off getting your new equipment. You get to meet the community. So mm-hmm. it's like a in-store event. You're going to meet the community. You're going to find out about your equipment, things you may not have known, and basically kind of like just a little party. What we don't know right now is will there be instructors there? Right. I kind of think there might be. And I just, I don't know, like, is or would people really go to it if there's not an instructor there like not to be shitty, but like if if it's just like hey the store's doing a thing well it is nice to be able to actually like meet the community especially right. if you're new to it i mean i don't feel like our community here in st louis is like especially like super involved yeah you know um and so if i had a group of people that were super involved that that like met on a regular basis mm-hmm. or whatever, I would be totally down for that. But I feel like um, in different cities, there's just like different instructors, there's different vibes, yeah. right? And so if you have the people in your town that like bring that vibe, that's cool. But I will also say conversely, if you have a group of people who are already meeting up, then they probably don't need this because they're already meeting up. No, that's that is true, too. But again, this is once a month at different stores. I'm not telling yeah. you this is going to be at the same store sure. every month. Like, yeah. I want to be clear. Maybe about it's a way that. to jumpstart that. Community yeah, vibe. exactly. So here's my concern with it. <laughs> OK, concerns in air quotes. But uh, um, it's just that, like, if they're doing it at stores and they're they're closing down stores. There's fewer stores than ever. Like there's a finite number of places. I get that that's an easy place to do one. But I also think there are lots of significant markets that don't have stores now mm-hmm. that would never get something like that. So I hope that they figure out other ways and places to do this. I get at the beginning, do a store. That's easy. It's built in. You don't have to ask anybody's permission because it's yourself. But um But like long term, if these continue, I hope they figure out ways to do it in places where they don't have stores. I mean, I agree with that. I do. I hope that's true. But I I, who knows? 
Who knows? Who knows what they'll decide to do? Who knows indeed? Maybe this is just like, you know, they did the home rider invasion. Oh, I'm sorry. Homecoming. What do we call it now? Peloton on tour. There we go. Maybe this is the new iteration of that for all I know. Yeah. Or maybe it's like little tiny ones in between big ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that could be too. So there have been some issues lately with people's ability to share their workouts on Facebook. Yes. And so let's say you go in, you take your ride on your bike and then you click on the thing that says share to Facebook. You can't. That's that's what that means. It just makes a sad trombone noise. It does. No, it just makes do a little that. fart noise. It just does nothing. Just like <laughs> error. <laughs> we got nothing. Ah. Um, so they don't have any updates and they're looking into it and they'll update the status page when a fix is deployed. Ah. But this one's this one is been out there for a while. So there you go. Yeah, that's uh seems like some people love to share their workouts. I on... will say not as much as they used to. That's fair. But yes, absolutely. I think I think it's become more of a sharing on Instagram stories is where I see it now more Ah. than ever. But that makes sense because it goes away Mm -hmm. like it's not in your feed forever. Like I don't need Facebook to remind me. Hey, remember five years ago? (laughs) Exactly. Did a ride. with Tune And I get those all the time. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I posted all of those. Like now I'm like, oh, (laughs) you're like, oh, I used to be that person. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely was. See, I was ahead of the curve. (laughs) I've never posted a workout (laughs) anywhere. At any time. I've posted them for you. Like whatever you reach. <laughs> whenever I do something significant. I do. Yeah. I'm going to celebrate whether you do or not. I'm <laughs> celebrating for you. You'll get memories. Forced celebration. Remember five years ago when Tom lifted three million pounds? <laughs> exactly. So we have someone exiting Peloton. We do. Ben Boyd. Uh, this one this one hurts my heart a little bit. Yeah, so Ben Boyd is probably not a name that the average Peloton user is familiar with, but it's a name we are very familiar with. Yeah, so we always talk about like Peloton said this and Peloton said that. Well, it's Ben Boyd, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. And uh, so who knows? We may never get another conversation from Peloton again. This picture but- <laughs> makes him look like we're like my brother. Oh, see, I think it makes it look like because of the way it's like blocked off, it's a it's money paywall. Yeah. It makes it look like he's going into heaven. He's being I know, lifted up. <laughs> I know. When you first said it to me, I thought it was like one of those obituary ben posts. Boyd's like, exit. Oh, no. <laughs> no, he's just exiting Peloton. Yes. It's just the way it looks. I know. But yeah, I <laughs> uh, that makes me chuckle. But uh, no, Ben has been. Uh, a very huge proponent of the show and he has made a lot of changes and conversations within Peloton and like brought Peloton and the clip out together and we appreciate him and uh, we hope that we are able to continue that relationship with Peloton into the future and we also hope that wherever Ben lands wherever he's headed yes that it's amazing and he's super happy and it's not Hidden behind a paywall. Yeah. So we can find out. Yes. <laughs> Let us know, Ben. What are you? Where are you going? <laughs> He's like, I'm done dealing with you people. I know. <laughs> He's like, I'm the, you're the reason I quit. New phone. Who dis? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peloton has covertly released. So covertly. Their, their 2024 closure dates. Oh, they did. Oh, helper B. Nikki toiled. 
on this and uh, she found all of the dates they are listed uh, within the studio websites but I want to just caution (laughs) (laughs) y'all there are some things on here that look mighty suspect to me like Memorial Day weekend for example only having one day for closure Mm. Mm. that don't sound right doesn't sound right to me either based on past years yeah and i'm not saying it's even wrong i just caution people like don't plan vacations yeah around this unless peloton specifically tells you for reals they're open right just keeping that in mind absolutely but at least we have the major stuff yeah. covered although so honestly good. the major stuff you kind of can suss out on your own yeah like oh they're closed on christmas gasp <laughs> i know well every year somebody gasps <laughs> yeah. i assure you <laughs> what closed new year's day well, good thing closed, I got pearls for Christmas because I need something the, to clutch. They close for the whole week. People yeah. get upset. I know. Every year. Every year. Every year. It's a Christmas tradition. That's true. We have new shipping updates for Tread Plus. We do. Okay. So now it's a rolling window. So if you, it's like if you ordered on X date, you get it on Y date. Okay. And now they, I, I like I that they did on, that. On L date. You get that on R date. Okay. What but, if I ordered on R date? Then you get it on L date. Okay. Come on, Tom. (laughs) Uh, But the thing is, is that now we are looking like everyone who ordered by the end of December is going to have it by the end of March. After that, you're looking at dates into May at this point. Gotcha. But obviously, the further out, like the more recent that you have ordered, the later that's going to take. I'm just glad they're communicating what the dates are. Manage expectations. Yes. Big believer in that. Me too. Peloton has partnered with Generale Generali Berlin. Half marathon. Half marathon. Yeah. Scroll. Well, I mean, it it says right there, right above Berlin. Oh, well, the headline just says half. Because it's the Berlin half. I know. You runners and your (laughs) lingo. I just felt like that was pretty obvious. I was like, half what? Here's the thing. Uh, originally, Helper B. Chris did have the word marathon there, but right. it made the font, the font so, so tiny, tiny. Yeah. and we had to like stack it and then it ruined the entire it ruined like, the vibe. And yes. Where is this? Uh, Berlin. Ber- oh, Berlin. Right there <laughs> the thing. I was looking at the architecture. Because it's not, Berlin. The, no, that makes sense. Now that <laughs> you say it back to me. Um, Third time. If it makes you feel any better when you're like, you don't listen to me. <laughs> I don't listen to me. That's true. I literally just said it. I don't I, listen. That's that is true. Yeah. Very S- consistent with your not listening. The architecture does it looks like Greek or Roman. It does. It does not look Berlin-y. We did have this discussion last year whenever they were doing the Peloton on tour and we talked about the fact that they were going to Berlin and we talked about there's like no architecture that just says Berlin. Like right. you say Chicago, they show the bean. Right. You know, St. Louis, you get the art. Right. New York City, you get like a million different things. This is what yeah. you get for berlin right every it's like some it's it is famous in the architecture it's just not as recognizable to people who don't live there for sure but that is they are partnering um i am hopeful that we will get to see the same kind of partnership that we saw with the new york roadrunners where they do the footage and you get to like uh virtually take the the do the the course with people Mm -hmm. like that would be awesome so i hope that we get to see that as part of this partnership peloton in court so Peloton has agreed to shell out $1.6 million to end three wage case lawsuits. So are these the uh, empl- the store employees? 
Well, so it's kind of difficult to say because it just says that it's wage and hour violations and it says that it was overtime. But I thought we had already talked about I this thought being we had settled. Too, but as we all know, I don't listen. Right. Well, <laughs> it, it acts like it's maybe they had set, said we're doing this like it's settled. We're going to do it. But now like, we're getting a dollar figure or like a court approval to finalize it. That could be. Yeah. But there. But there's it says, your, before the paywall kills it under California's private yeah. And so maybe the other thing was not California specific. That also could be. And that these might not be. They they have to settle these cases like state by state. That That is very possible. Yeah. Um, I learned recently that every state has very different. For sure. Employment laws. Yes. Through a whole separate conversation. Yeah. When you get to like Missouri, we don't have any. <laughs> They're just like whatever. They're just like fire them. We don't care. We have no. Yeah. You can do whatever <laughs> you want to them. So. um. Uh, but yeah, $1.6 million to Peloton. That's like a rounding error. It'll be fine. So, uh, keep ne- telling you, it adds up. It does add up. Yeah. You know, like, you add it on to this $14 million deal right Suddenly here. You're talking real money. Yeah. So, uh, Peloton investors receive early nod on a $14 million deal. So, these are the investors who were suing because they said Peloton had, had concealed the Tread Plus controversy. And Didn't that, we talk about this last week? I think that it was like in the works and now it looks like the court has has, has given said, the approval. Like they needed the court to be like, yes, we agree with this settlement because like those settlements always have to be court approved. And so in case one side's really getting a raw deal, the court can step in and say, OK, Not so, so both much. lawyers are like, here's what we would like to do. Yeah. And then Peloton and and the uh, investors, they yeah. agree. And, and then, then the court, the court comes back and, and like, says, get out of here, you crazy kids. <laughs> or in this case, they go, eh, that's probably OK. Yeah. We think we can do that. Exactly. All right. And then they say, get out of here, you crazy kids. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, they're just knocking them out of the park. What's next? Yes. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo. He has more tips for how to accomplish your New Year's goals. I know it's March, but there's still time. So stick around. Man, oh man, do you love your AG1? I really do. You do. It's a wonderful tasting drink, and it also makes me feel good. Like, it's a great way to start the day. Uh, You know, I grew up, my dad always had things like tomato juice first thing in the morning. I feel like AG1 is my tomato juice. (laughs) (laughs) This generation's V8. Yes, I I do. Uh, But I love the way it makes me feel. It's like I get all of my vitamins, and I'm ready for the day just with a drink. And like I said, it's a good tasting drink. And it can help replace your your multivitamin just by drinking an AG1 every day. Yes. And not only did I replace my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. It also has vitamin C and zinc to support my immune health. If there's one product I had to recommend to elevate your health, it's AG1. And that's why I've partnered with them for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year support supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase at drinkag1.com slash clip out. That's drinkag1.com slash clip out. Check it out. 
Clip out. Joining us once again via the magic of ZoomTube, it's Angelo from MetPro here to answer all of your fitness <laughs> and nutrition questions, although this week's has been predetermined. It has. It has. Yeah. <laughs> this was a predetermined. <laughs> yes. I was, yes. I was like, and the end of the dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So, so if you didn't listen last week, uh, you should. And uh, Angelo was talking about <laughs> his top tips to get started on your fitness goals. So he started with top three last week, and now we have some more this week. Over to you. We have four more to go. Be a specialist, not a generalist. And this I talk about in the goal setting section, but this is really important. Um, people will call me all the time and, you know, they tell me, Angela, here's my goals. You probably heard me say this before. I want to run a sub minute mile. I want to bench 300 pounds and I want to lose 50 pounds. You know, can, can I do all of those things? And my answer is yes, you can, but which one first? (laughs) Yep. That's it. You have to be a specialist, not a generalist. And, and, and so what that really speaks to is sit down and justify the hours that you are investing in yourself. So if you're looking back at your week and you're saying, I spent three hours, four hours of my health routine and program, was every hour directly contributing to your goal? And if you're not sure, ask someone, show your neighbor, hey, here's (laughs) what I did this week. And if they have no clue what your goal is, your program might have an identity crisis. You should be able to justify and and as as we spoke about on a pre on the previous episode, that's absolutely going to include some time put into food and food prep. Uh, the next tip uh, that we we focus on with our clients really early is the concept of exercising early in the day, and if you can't anchor. And this is a well-researched phenomenon. Every hour you go past waking up into the day, you are statistically X percent less likely to follow through with your exercise. That's a no-brainer. We get it. Every hour further into your day is an opportunity for something to sideline you in life. Now, that doesn't mean that people who work out at night can never be consistent. They absolutely can. But Statistics show, particularly if you are not in the habit of exercising and you are trying to establish a habit, exercise early. And if you're thinking, I can't because of reasons, anchor. Your next best bet, we have found at MetPro with our clients, we have them anchor to something that doesn't move in their schedule, they are much more likely. So my client says to me, Angelo, I'm going to exercise tomorrow afternoon at some point. That means there's a 30% chance they're going to exercise. <laughs> that's code. I mean, that, that's, what, that's coach speak, right? This yeah. is, we, we know what that means. Now, if they say to me, Angelo, after I drop off Johnny at school at 2.30, I'm going to exercise. Now that is elevated to a 75%, 80% chance that they're going to actually follow through. So really, it's a matter of being specific and anchoring it to something that doesn't move in your schedule. You're much more likely to follow through. And this isn't an actual tip, one, one on my list, but it's related to this. Don't bite off more than you can chew. It's more important than when you start an exercise routine. Consistency first. 
Once the consistency is there, then you can start making the workouts more grueling, do whatever you like. Then you can start investing more time in your workouts, do whatever you like. But the first thing you want to establish is frequency, as close to daily as possible, even if it's just 10 minutes. So workout early, anchor. Similar to that, but on the eating side, second to the last tip is eat first, eat twice. What does that mean? <laughs> go back for so, seconds. That's what I heard. Go back for seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Angelo said I should have go back for seconds. So a common conversation among clients and coaches is, hey, coach, since I had this pizza party scheduled for the kids tonight and I knew I'd be indulging, okay, even if that was a, a known date, we put it on the calendar, this is going to be a cheat day, okay. Here's what the client will sometimes do. I skipped my lunch and snacks because I knew I was going to eat pizza. Don't do that. <laughs> Just don't do that. So there is research that says food substitutions, in other words, food swapping, healthy, low-calorie foods for less healthy, high-calorie, calorically dense foods, has a larger impact on total consumption and calories consumed uh, than simple portion control. That principle applies here. In other words, what we think is by not eating at lunch and afternoon that, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat less, you know, or, or I'm going to have more later. So I'm offsetting it. You're not offsetting it because a tiny bit more of pizza <laughs> is going to be a greater calorie load than a lot less of the salad and chicken breast. <laughs> eat the salad and chicken breast, eat your healthy snack, and even eat a light, clean dinner before you go. What will happen is you'll still have an appetite to enjoy whatever your indulgence is, and you should enjoy it, but you shouldn't show up to that starving. That's where problems, that's where problems come. So I'd rather you eat first, eat twice even, but eat clean. And then when you have an indulgence, it'll be more modest. Yeah. I always say, then, I always say that people are, they're going to, they're going to be so much happier when they get there when they're not starving. You never make good choices when you're starving. It's just not going to. <laughs> I never do. No, I never do either. Tom never does. Never. Even when he isn't starving. Yeah, I, like, I don't tend to make good choices much of the time. Regardless. <laughs> Last tip. This rounds the the this rounds the list out at number seven between last week and this week. Meal prep before working out. And we talked about this in the first goal setting session. Is meal prep before working out is so critical to establish that habit. In fact, so much so that usually the first just few days of working with, with a MetPro coach, one of the fundamental things they're going to work on, they're going to say, should I exercise? They're going to say, no, not until we have your meal prep and food strategy dialed in. All hands on deck for that. Once that's dialed in, it'll actually create more room in your schedule for the exercise and the consistency. And oh, by the way, you're going to want to exercise more. And now, People are thinking, no, eating clean doesn't make me want to exercise more, <laughs> but it does because as soon as you dial in the food, you're going to see some fast results. You're going to start seeing progress and those results 
are going to motivate you to want to get more consistent with the exercise also. And so meal prep, even before working out, and that rounds out our top seven list. We're always updating it. We're always swapping top tips in, but those are seven that we really feel make a big difference. Yeah. Those yeah, are great. Absolutely. I, I, I listened to them like I did a lot of those, even if I didn't realize I was doing it, yeah. I did it. Yeah. So um, if people would like those sorts of tips customed for their fitness journey, where can they find you? Metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Instructors in the news. Camilla Ramone is featured on thecut.com, but you wouldn't know it by looking at my screen because <laughs> I got a big old paywall. Yes. Yes, you do. But she was talking all about um, how she had to fall in love with exercise all over again. So body positivity was a big part of the discussion mm -hmm. and why that was important to her to be able to get back into exercise. You know, you can't feel good about wearing super revealing clothes if you don't feel good about your body for sure so i think all of those things go together and that's what she talked about well that's good and i told you i couldn't tell you the last time i wore a halter top uh, it's been a while it's been a bit yeah so peloton instructors are on just a marathon tear They're they are taking... but it's marathon season so that makes sense yeah but we've had marathon seasons before I feel like there's more than ever running marathons. It's true, but also keep in mind that's because it's global now. <laughs> yeah. So yes, they are. <laughs> uh, Jeffrey McEachern is running the Boston Marathon. He is uh, now. He's also running the London Marathon, but I don't think we had previously heard he was also running the Boston Marathon, and that's gotcha. coming up in April. So we will keep you updated on his journey. Speaking of marathons. Yes, Bex is headed to Tokyo. She should be either there or in flight right now <laughs> as we speak. And she is doing her sixth world major. So that means there's six of them. She is finalizing her journey to get a world major, all six. That means she's going to get the special medal where they Ooh. take all the little six medals and they right. put them together. Like Voltron. Exactly. It's very exciting. It is very it's exciting. Very exciting. I'm Who very doesn't love Voltron. I'm very happy for her. Absolutely. And uh, she's very excited about this. And this took place. This picture that we have up on the screen is um, her second world major back. And ah. I think it was in Berlin. So that's really cool. She started in London. Yeah. She grew up there. That so makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Leanne Hainsby. Uh, had a post talking about the struggles of running. Yeah, she was talking about, guess what? I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. But she's doing it anyway. And yeah. she talked about like, it's still beneficial. It's still good to do the hard things, even when like you've committed to it. She said she's going to run London. It's all going to happen. But like, she doesn't like it. But it's maybe not going to be a regular thing. I don't think it is. <laughs> and that's okay. And Absolutely. I think that's important to remember. Like we don't important. all have to have the same fitness journeys. Especially because with the Peloton instructors, you, you know, it's I think it's difficult for people to see. I also think it's good for people to see that 
just because somebody's good in one area of fitness does not mean they're good in all areas of fitness. Because I know myself, I would have thought, well, I mean, if you're a spin instructor, like running a marathon shouldn't be that hard. Like you're on a bike all day long. Like I would have totally. Cardio is cardio. How many people say they train for marathons on the bike and they're fine and they run fast and they got a PR and blah, blah, blah. That's not me. I'll tell you that. Yeah. So like (laughs) I think it's great for people to see some people at this level of fitness being like, yeah, not my jam. And you're not weird if it's not your jam. Yeah. Now I'm weird because none of it's my jam. None of it's your jam. None of it. You're all anti-jam. Yes. Except for jelly. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even really like jelly all that oh, much Oh man you are anti-jam I certainly don't like fish <laughs> Either with an F or a PH I don't either I like fish with an F But not the PH I like fish with a Vagoda <laughs> So we By we I mean people that weren't me uh, Wrote an article this week Just kind of spotlighting the best of DJ John Michaels uh, t-shirts okay so helper B Lindsay wrote this I mm-hmm. mean of course she did because that is totally her jam like she loves to do the fashion and she pays so much attention and she's so funny so she highlighted some of DJ John Michael's best shirts and they're amazing I think there should be an article highlighting the best of my nerd shirts I will ask no one would ever click on I was like I will ask <laughs> Lindsay if she's interested in covering that. Like, as a matter of fact I am not so we also again we being everyone but me (laughs) wrote an article about what your favorite peloton instructor says about you also by helper b Lindsay, she's so creative yeah okay so why don't you randomly pick one of these because these are a lot of fun i will pick and you're gonna have to make it show on the screen so i can read it okay hang on oh there it is if your favorite instructor is Christine D'Ercole, you're probably not Gen X, but you really wish you were. You have more piercings than the average Pelotoner and an unusual DIY hobby like beekeeping, soap making, or brewing kombucha. <laughs> it would be good for you to keep in mind your caffeine tolerance may not always be what it is now when you were a little kid you dreamed of driving motorcycles and when you were a teenager you dreamed of flying planes there's a lot of emotion in this body of rides so (laughs) if you're ready for something a little different go for a literal breath of fresh air and stack an outdoor walk with maddie okay (laughs) i love it love it so if you want to uh see what some of the other instructors conjure up and this is going to be a series backed by popular demand because everyone started demanding their instructor. <laughs> so my understanding is there's already one in the works. Okay. It will be up soon. I don't want to ruin anything. Okay. Well, watch this space for clip out exclusives. <laughs> Peloton Artist Collaboration. The latest artist series features Fat Boy Slim. Yeah. The Funk Soul Brother. I like the praise you. Ah, that's a good one too. It is. Yeah, that's a good one. But Funk Soul Brother. Yeah, there's a lot of good songs. Like, I I was surprised when uh, Billy Lenore, I'm totally calling you out, man. <laughs> when you were like, I don't know who this is by name. How how did you live through the 90s and you don't know? Yeah, this dude was everywhere. 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 Like, you know it. You just don't know. Yeah, because it got it. used a lot in commercials mm-hmm. and, and various movies and TV shows. Like they, And I think probably even popped up at sporting events a lot because it's got a real drive to it my concern is when the hell did fat boy slim get old uh, same time we did yeah that really depressed me i was like oh 
Well, if, if you... Our covers have changed, yes. haven't they? <laughs> if you uh, if you didn't see a picture of me for 30 years and then saw them side by side, you'd be like, oof. No, it's true. I am not I am not bagging on Fatboy Slim. By the way, Tina had a little tidbit in there about his name, okay. Fatboy Slim. And apparently through the years, he admits that he has come up with wild things that he has used as reasons and what it meant. But the truth <laughs> is, it meant nothing. He Nothing. just liked the he ring just liked of it. it. Yep. Yeah. That's it. I remember when I was in radio one time, I interviewed Marcy's Playground. Oh, yeah. Wow. Sex and Candy, right? Sex and Candy is their big song. Yeah. And uh, it's the only song they had. Yeah. <laughs> they, they had another one. St. Joe on the school bus was a mild hit at alt rock radio. But if you know any song by Marcy's Playground, it's Sex and Candy. Okay. And it's funny because uh, I was interviewing them and they they were making the rounds. And so... I was like, okay, so when I told all my friends I was interviewing Marcy Playground, they all wanted to know the same thing. And they were like, where do we get the name? And I was like, no. I'm like, don't give a shit. I didn't say it. But I was like, don't care. I'm like, what is Disco Lemonade? <laughs> and, and they laughed so hard. They were like, oh my God, we thought it was another what are you, why'd you call the band that? I was like, I would never ask a band that because I know they've only ever been asked that. And so that's just lame. Mm -hmm. And so, and I do not remember what the answer was. Oh, I'm sorry. It's been 30 plus years. We'll get to hear it over on the bonus. No, I don't remember. I was just trying to drive people to the oh, bonus. Oh, sorry. <laughs> We will not tell I you. It up. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Coming up after this, we have a past guest update from someone I promise you, you remember. <laughs> if you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste texture size yes none of that with hero bread no because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs they have like no substance to it <laughs> it's like eating air it is and hero bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread like i did not feel like i was giving up something i was surprised at how big each slice of bread was here's the real test of a piece of bread <laughs> i didn't make a sandwich with these i just had toast which you love because you have toast almost every day i do it was the <laughs> best textured bread of this sort that i've ever had and if you're doing the math it's zero to one grams of net carbs zero gram sugar and high in fiber so don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Past guest update. She's on the show so frequently you might have forgotten that she started as a guest. It's true. It's true. Dr. Jen. Yes. I love this woman. She's amazing. She's the best. She is. But she was uh, on Inside Edition this week. She was. And uh, she talked to Inside Edition about Travis Kelsey being seen partying in Las Vegas after he visited Taylor Swift That's in Australia. Scoundrel. Well, and you know, Dr. Jen, she's so classy. Mm -hmm. Instead, you know, you could take this a lot of ways, but since she is classy, 
and a clinical psychologist. She took it the way of like, I have some tips for them on how they can navigate a long distance relationship. And then she gave those tips. I love that. That's amazing. I mean, if those two can't navigate it with private jets at their beck and call. None of us has any hope. Then nobody ever can. No, I agree. Yeah, that's true. New content. Let's begin with bingo. Okay. I'm you ready. almost forgot, but I, I'm here to remind you. I didn't you, almost forget. You forget every week, and then I have to step in and be like, honey, don't forget bingo. Wow. That You're welcome. Some bullshit. You're welcome. <laughs> okay, bingo number two. I'm excited about this one. <laughs> Susie Chan. I already had this one marked off. Shocking. I know. It's probably marked off once a week every i am flattered i'm surprised it's only once a week i mean there are weeks it's more than once a week i was just doing like an average because i try to mix it up and get a lot of different instructors and in. i took a warm-up with um with uh marcel mauer this week because it was in german and i tried the little tip with the the the, the google translate it did not work for me i don't know what i was doing wrong but i didn't have time to like troubleshoot so because you got an iphone i'll be back for more but anyway bingo number two Susie chan okay so now it is time for the TCO top five, where we let listeners chime in with their favorite classes. Then we aggregate them and spit them back at you so you can maybe find something new for yourself. We will start with the favorite Peloton row. OK, so this is back from or if you're British, row. <laughs> this one took place on November 10th, 22. It was a 45 minute 90s row with Matt Wilper. Matt Wilpers. Yes, there's he two has of them. a he has a plural at the end. <laughs> uh, Karen Smith's favorite comes from then because she, the row was brand new. Then she says, if you're looking for a great easy recovery row that's longer than 15 to 20 minutes, take this one. She shared that the class rotates between drills and easy pace rowing, which is a great way to flush out the legs after a long run. Your favorite Peloton run. Speaking of runs. Okay, so this was from December of 23, and it was a 30-minute Kelly Clarkson run with Robin Arzan. And Stephanie Latos found good vibes from this one. She said that this entire class was a whole vibe on a day she was feeling like she could use a push so robin encourages singing and feeling and flying to the music on the run and your favorite peloton outdoor walk the lovely maddie this comes from this january it was a 60 minute outdoors 80s walk i totally took this one it is so good okay so mindy jensen uh she said that she used maddie's 60 minute 80s outdoor walk for her scheduled endurance run. He organized the playlist and starting in 1980 and moved through the decade ending in 89. Maddie also provided interesting tidbits on each song. I love when he does that. It's just like I forget I'm running. It's so <laughs> interesting. I should come down and do that to you, but with TV trivia. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> I will distract you. Okay. Your favorite Peloton full body strength. Okay, this is from this year, February 9th. Uh, it was a 45-minute full body strength with Rebecca. And Kristen Lavin loved it. She said it was a good mix of upper and lower body work and good music. Oh, and, I love that. And finally, your favorite unstackable Peloton ride. Man, everyone loves a good power do- power zone endurance ride. This took place on the 25th. It was 90 minutes with Christine Diercole. And uh, Carrie Patel said it was 60 minutes total in zone three. It was mentally and physically challenging, but it made you so proud. Christine's coaching is unparalleled and the playlist was 
fire. Cannot recommend this one enough. I'm so glad to see these longer format rides. Absolutely. Because people have been clamoring for them for years. Yeah. It's nice. And if that's not enough, different classes for you. Let's take a gander at this week at Peloton. Well, you know I love Jen Sherman, and you know I love a good epic sing-along, and she's got one coming up on March 3rd. We'll be out of town. We'll get there in the bonus episode. But this is going to be at 10 a.m. Eastern, and her epic sing-alongs never disappoint. If you leave them in a bad mood, there is something seriously wrong. We also have new gym plans, four of them. Okay, so there's going to be one. They're all dropped I think today with Rebecca Kennedy, Asal, um, Callie, and Olivia, they each have a personalized regime that they are putting out there. Regimen, not regime. Sorry. <laughs> they are not taking over the world. They might. Well, they kind of are, but like in a different way. But anyway, these are all designed to sculpt, strengthen, and challenge your muscles. I also saw out there that there was one that dropped today that it was from Ben and it was a like a benchmark workout for his newest program. I thought that was interesting because I haven't seen them use the gym in that way. Interesting. Yeah. We also have uh, core classes with Robin Arzan and JLo. Yeah. So um, this is going to be from JLo's newest album. It's a new collaboration. And uh, supposedly the, during this class, Robin talked about a JLo challenge, but no details were mentioned. I haven't taken the class, so it's just what I heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and I looked around for it, but I didn't see anything. So um, still very cool. You also have some new scenic classes. Yes, there's a bunch of them across all different kinds. So there's bike, tread, row, and this they're all in nature. So they're beautiful. (laughs) Check out the new ones. And you have beginner's Pilates. But But. make it German. But with two T's. That's right. Kristen McGee's beginner Pilates program is now available with German subtitles. That's cool. Very cool. Awesome. Yeah. Lots of new stuff dropping. We also have a review. Uh, We've been reviewing classes, so it gives you an idea of what to expect if it's going to do what you would like it to do of Rebecca Kennedy's five day split. Yeah. So um, this program, people have been just a buzz about. So uh, helper B Nikki, she decided to do the entire thing and then break it down for us and let us know how it went. And if it's too long to read, what is that? What do they say? TLDR? Yes. Okay. It's awesome. I mean, it is broken down so well over five days. Uh, Nikki says this is it's one of the best, if not the best strength program Peloton Peloton has to offer. That is that is big, big words right there. Like that is a very strong endorsement. Absolutely. So this one is geared toward hypertrophy. A lot of times, most of the strength classes are geared toward muscular endurance. And Mm -hmm. that's one of the things that people are excited about. And especially if you're a woman, and especially if you are like nearing a certain age, listen, you got to lift heavy. And that is what this is doing. So if you have been looking for an excellent strength program to try, Rebecca Kennedy's five-day split is the way to go. And you can read the whole article over at theclipout.com or sign up for our newsletter at theclipout.com and it'll get sent to you on Sunday if I don't forget because we're out of town. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Carly Golden, so stick around. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of a Zoom tube is Carly Golden. Hey, Carly, how's it going? Hi. Good, how are you guys? 
Thanks for having me. Well, we're excited to have you. Thank you for the time. I always like to start off these conversations with asking like, okay, take us back in history. How did you come across Peloton and decide it was a good fit for you? Well, I got my bike and still was not sure it was a good fit for me in the beginning. I was diagnosed with lupus and dermatomyositis, another rare autoimmune disease, um, after my youngest was born. He's eight now. And I was still running and, you know, doing all the things that I wanted to do despite diagnosis and ended up with a really bad injury. So my husband said, let's get you a Peloton bike. I think this would be really good for you. You can still feel like an athlete. It's a little bit more low impact on the body. And I said, I don't know about that. These people are crazy. It's like (laughs) a cult, you know, I'm just, I'm not sure about it. And four years later, I feel like I am the epitome epitome of the cult. (laughs) (laughs) I drink the Kool-Aid. I have bought in completely. I am in it. So you said four years ago. So we're in 2024. So like, was it the beginning of 2020? Was it just before the pandemic? It was right before the pandemic, like the end of 2019. Okay. Just snuck in under the wire. Yeah, you did. I did. I did. And thank goodness for that. (laughs) Yeah, that brought with it a whole different set of issues. So you probably had a moment where you're like, should I flip this thing? I think <laughs> I could double my money. This. Yeah. <laughs> well, what was it about the Peloton that like got you all in? Like, what was the thing that pulled you in? I think being part of that super immunocompromised population during the pandemic, yeah. it was just so isolating. And we live in the South. A lot of people around here didn't take pandemic seriously. <laughs> we live in Missouri. We, we live know. In Missouri, so. We know. Yeah. <laughs> you know how it is. I do. You yeah. know how it goes. I used to joke <laughs> that the governor had just signed a law making it illegal to wash your hands after taking a shit. <laughs> Pretty much. That's about where we're at here in the good old Mississippi. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it was just, it was such an isolating time for me. And, you know, things with my health weren't great at that time. I had two little boys at home and it was just really tough. And one of my college friends had said, you know, you don't have an Instagram and this is where the Peloton community is really interacting. Like you need to get a username, you need to get on over there and start making connections. There's a lot of people who are going through similar things that are just they're getting it done. And that's where I found the stay home, stay motivated group. Ah, yes, yes. Back in the day. And that's where I really made a lot of my connections and friendships and just started learning more about the Peloton community and just took off from there. So tell us about like, I don't really know anything about lupus or amyotrophic, whatever the second thing was that you said. Like I like that's too much for me. <laughs> that was like part of the diagnosis. Like you are going to need to learn how to pronounce these right. things. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little tricky. But yeah, autoimmune diseases basically mistake healthy tissue, healthy organs in your body for foreign invaders. 
Like you're living in a body that is attacking itself every day. Isn't it with so, lupus? Now, I know just enough to be dangerous. So please, yeah. <laughs> please know that up front, my step grandmother and a cousin have both been diagnosed with it, but yeah. they have widely different symptoms. And that's part yeah. of what's hard with lupus, right? Because it can affect you in such widely different ways that it's difficult to diagnose. And is it the same? So tell us, like, what's the difference between lupus and the other disease? Can you say it for us one more time? Yeah. Dermatomyositis. Dermatomyositis. Okay. okay. Yeah. Do they, now, do they go hand in hand or is it like just surprise you got a twofer? Oh, good question. Kind of both. Kind of both. So once you get one autoimmune diagnosis, it's very common to have others to have multiple. So when I was pregnant with my youngest, I had some markers for lupus, just lupus kind of show up and they said, you know, we're just going to monitor you annually. And then during pregnancy, some things started coming up, symptoms, more markers and blood work. And then the dermatomyositis was there after. So that affects more the skin and muscles is where it manifests itself. So it's marked by muscle deterioration. Oh, for an Um, athlete, that's so devastating. Oh, gosh, it was. So I mean, there was a period of time where I could not lift my arms above my head long enough to blow dry my own hair. I was not walking well for a few months after having my second child. So, I mean, it literally started below the bottom, I guess. So yeah, it's been a long journey dealing with all of that, getting on right treatment regimen. But as corny as it sounds, I say it all the time. I really believe that not only the work I do on the Peloton platform, but the support and just the sense of community that I've gotten has really been like life-changing, life-saving in many ways. It's really improved my quality of life for sure. So you mentioned earlier that your husband said to feel like an athlete. So that tells me that like a lot of people will do a lot of very active things and not call themselves an athlete. So tell us about your athletic background. Like what were you doing prior to all of this and how has that changed over time? In high school, I played soccer, ran cross country and track. Throughout college, I continued to stay active playing rec soccer and running. You know, I was always a cardio junkie. I mean, always running, elliptical, all of that. I was never really into strength training or any of that. I hadn't really gotten my feet wet until Peloton with that. I was always active. Okay. And what are you doing now? It sounds like you're doing more than just the bike over on Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing the bike. I ride almost every day, except for the days I make myself have a recovery day, which is easy to do when you love it so much. And I'm doing a lot of strength training. I just finished Jermaine Johnson's five day split on repeat for four weeks. And I loved that. I've done arms with tune day. I've lost count how many times, maybe seven or eight, hoping for volume two this year. (laughs) We can hope. I mean, those are her arms are such hashtag goals. They really are. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, I've gotten into a lot of that and it's really enhanced my performance on the bike, too. I feel like it's just made me stronger overall and uh, help combat those speed bumps when they do come my way sets me up with a stronger foundation. So it's been really great. That's awesome. So working out like that is something that helps mitigate the lupus and the other thing we can't say. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
trauma, <laughs> traumatitis. I was, yeah, uh, dermatomyositis. I would sure, say that's what I said. Got, yeah, yeah, you got it. You're, yeah. you're I got it right. Don't woman explain me. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's like it's a very fine line. I think staying active helps so much, but you can overdo it really easily. Sure. For sure. Yeah. I definitely feel like I'm healthier and more fit than healthy people. I hear that from my doctors a lot too. They're like, you're doing things that regular people would do or even regular people should be doing that aren't doing it. Do so, you do you have like flare-ups? Um, does it work like that with lupus? It does. Okay. Yes, it does. I have flare-ups a lot. I actually just kind of coming out of one now. So I get immunotherapy infusions every four weeks. It's called IVIG and it's made from donor blood that's like super concentrated and healthy antibodies that my body can't make on its own. Wow. Then I get another infusion twice at the top of every six months called rituximab. It's a cancer drug. It's used in a lot of different cancer diagnosis. Sometimes as I get closer to those treatment times, things will start flaring up. I'll just, you know, maybe not be able to keep up with myself or my PRs. Not that, you know, you should be striving to hit your PRs every day, but you can tell when you're like, I'm just not there. I'll get rashes. Like I get the rash across my cheeks and I get asked like why your hands are so red all the time. So it's just a host of different things and you never know what you're going to get some days. I always say it's like a barometer for me. (laughs) I bet. Do you kind of lean on your family and friends in the Peloton community when those things come up? Or some people, they kind of isolate, right? Like some people, they, they go in. So curious how you handle that. Yeah, I think before having access to this community, I would kind of isolate because it's like even when you do have that support around you, it still feels isolating because there's not a lot of people that understand exactly where you're at and where you're going and what you're going through, essentially. Um, My family has been a really big help and super supportive of my Peloton journey and all that it's brought me and stuff. And I have met so many other autoimmune warriors through the Peloton community too, or other, you know, moms who are dealing with cancer diagnosis, or there's just, there's so many people out there who are going through really hard things that are still showing up and fighting. So when I first got my bike back in 2016, thank you. That was like a really big eye opener for me that there were so many people going through hard things and they continued to show up. I mean, I think that when you have like just kind of a humdrum life and you're still struggling with that motivation, it can be so eye opening to see that people are making this choice to fight for normality, to fight for that they want to feel strong and active. And it is really, I think a lot of people that come into the community see it in a different way. Like Peloton was the first thing that allowed me to be able to see these wide variety of people struggling with all kinds of things. And it was really, really motivating to me. It's like, well, what is my excuse? Like, get on the bike. Like, <laughs> like you're not dealing with any of those things. Like, shut up, you know? <laughs> Carly's like, absolutely, shut up. 
right, right now. But you know, it's hard. Like you can't compare everyone's journey. Sure. Like you know, you might not have huge health concern that you're dealing with, but life is just hard sometimes. And it's, it's like too. there's no comparison. It's the barometer of what is going on in your life at that moment. But when you have these other people who are dealing with X, Y, and Z, and they're showing up and they're keeping you accountable and that it's fun and you get excited to see each other on the leaderboard and all of this, it's like, it's not as hard. It's not as hard to show up. That's so true. So I have a question about the blood infusions that you said that yeah. you get. So you said that, and you might not know the answer to this, so that's okay. You said that like you're getting infusions of blood from people that have higher than normal antibodies in their blood. How would someone know that? Well, she said it was super well, concentrated. It, okay. Yeah. So like one vial of what I would get mm-hmm. has like over a thousand donors in it. Oh, I so mean, it's not like one person that beat the right, genetic it's lottery. It's okay. <laughs> Exactly. I'm not it's, good at science. It's made from like big donor batch. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Wow. And that's a reason that I had not thought about when they're looking for blood donors. Like I always think of it like blood shortages. And I never right. considered that that could be for people who need those infusions on a regular basis. See, educating people. I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still learning things. <laughs> well, then I had the thought of like, so... And I'm sure this isn't how the human body works, but again, science, not my strong suit. But like, I always think of when people get blood that they're like injured and they've lost blood. So they're low and they have room. But if you already have all of your blood and they put more blood in you, like. Right. It's not straight blood. It's like filtered product from blood. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's not like you're getting an extra pint. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Fill her up. Yeah. Great. Fill my tank up. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I say. I want to get my tank filled up. I joke around and say, I'm going to the spa today. It's my spa day. It's a seven hour deal. So I sit there all day. Seven hours. Oh, it's my, my word. quiet day from everybody. Yeah, well, I guess okay. there's an upside. But like, that's a good way to look at it, you know. Like, yeah. yeah, it's a great way to look at it. Do you have like a full time job, and how does that work with a full time right. job? So I'm very lucky to be a stay at home mom. Okay, yeah, which is awesome. I don't know how I would make it work if yeah. I had a full time job at this point. Honestly, I mean, I there are people who clearly have to do it, but yeah, it's a lot of appointments, a lot of doctor's appointments, a long time that is devoted to my health. Yeah. So, uh, in that sense, I'm very blessed to be. Okay, here's another logistics question. <laughs> She's a project manager. Can you I, tell? I am. Well, I'm like, okay, so you mentioned Mississippi, and I don't know, like, how big cities are in Mississippi. So, like, do they have, like, is this something that's nearby you, or do you have to drive? That, see, that's what I was wondering. That makes it yeah. difficult, too, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. So, I live in Gulfport, which is right on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, and we're an hour away from New Orleans. So, most of my specialists are in New Orleans. And yeah, I drive about an hour to treatment, an hour back. But it's, I mean, we have a smaller hospital here that could totally deal with all of my stuff. But there's something to be said about bigger communities, bigger cities that are exposed to more, have more access to research and education. 
definitely a better situation, I think. Yeah. No, like, I totally get that. I grew up in a very small town in Missouri, and uh, it, okay. it's the capital of Missouri. It's Jefferson City. But, like, the reason I say that is because when I remember this so clearly, everybody would be like, when something would happen and people would get sick, you could go to the hospital. But you knew right. it was bad when they were like, oh, they had to take them over to Columbia. Oh, oh, my. Mm. You know, like. It's really bad. They're like, you're going to St. Louis. Yes. Or if it's really bad, you're going to yeah. St. Louis. Like, oh, yeah. oh, goodness. Right. We better all get up there. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. It's like, you know, the small towns can only handle so much or they only see so much. Exactly. Too, so. Yeah, totally. Now I get that. And yeah. then in the middle of all that, you have two young boys, which is like, here's an autoimmune disease. Why don't you hold these two Petri dishes for the next right? 18 years? <laughs> Exactly. I mean, it was crazy in the beginning. I mean, I couldn't even like lift my arms out to like pick up my baby and then had a two year old at the time too when it all happened. And I mean, thank goodness my in-laws live across the street from us. It's like everybody loves Raymond, but the <laughs> Jewish version. <laughs> but I am so lucky for that because, I mean, my husband would go to work. My mother-in-law would come over. I mean, she was with me, you know, every step of the way until I could got better and was able to start doing things on my own again. But and thank God you get along. Yeah. 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 For real. I could have that could have been really trying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, since you've been doing Peloton for four years, have you had an opportunity to get to the studio? Is that like something you, yes, you have. Okay. Tell us about yes. that. Oh my gosh. It was just such a cup filler. It was more than I could have expected. It was actually my first time on a plane since the pandemic. Because, Which is weird. You know, I had been so like, Saran wrapped up for so long. Um, so I went the end of June, beginning of July. And I mean, Tunde is my favorite instructor. I mean, I adore her. I have been riding with her from day one. And I got to ride with her. I got to do a strength class with her. It was unbelievable. It was amazing. She walked into the strength studio and I was on the first mat to... I guess her left. Okay. I mean, she knew who I was because I've been with her from the very beginning of her journey too, but she didn't recognize me at first. So, you know, she came in and gave everybody high fives and she's doing blocking and demoing what we're going to be doing in class. And she sees the leaderboard in the background and she goes, like, <laughs> a double C, and just walked over, hugged me so tight. And she was like, I don't here, I don't recognize you. And it was just so great. And it's I always good to, to get an instructor hug before class instead of yeah. after exactly. class. Exactly. That's, that's a little gross. Well, I don't know how some people come out of these classes with their full face of makeup and hair and looking gorgeous. Because, I mean, I was a sweaty beast. It was. It's hot in there. <laughs> it is. It is. I will say that one of our writers at a clip out did a whole article. They took all of the makeup, all the instructors like use and wear and like talk about on their Instagram, did a bunch mm -hmm. of like trial and error on themselves and then like wrote up an article about it. And like it works. I mean, she did an entire row class with all of it on. Nothing changed. Like it was amazing. I was like, OK, okay. you made a believer out of me. Yeah. For my next trip, I will be. <laughs> it's it works. He's reading that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> he 
because I mean, you're almost like, oh, I don't want anyone to touch me. I don't want to have pictures taken of me right now. Like, I totally, I totally know. (laughs) I always keep those baby wipes in my bag when I go there so I can like touch up because I always feel like, please don't, don't come near me. I know I stink. Like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's smart. You live and you learn for the next time you go. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. But oh, that's so wonderful. Did you get to do any like fun New York stuff while you were there too? I did. So my husband's cousin and her husband live up there in the Battery Park area. So we got to see a show. We went around to eat and shop. I mean, I got to meet a lot of Peloton friends too, which was so great. We went to coffee and lunch and it was still the old booking system then too. So I was like living my best waitlist life (laughs) (laughs) trying to get everything I could while I was there. So good. Good. I'm so glad that is perfect. What is your leaderboard name? I think you said it, but you cut out as you said it. It's Carly Golden, not very creative. My husband's the one that set it up for me because, you know, so anti Peloton in the beginning. (laughs) (laughs) He did it all. So yeah, it's just Carly Golden. Haven't changed it since. The real question is, did you tell him he was right? You know, he knows. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I admitted it, but based on my level of enthusiasm and obsession, he just already knows. I'm going to have to give him some points, though, for not sticking it to you. That's pretty amazing. I know. Now, I wish he would use it. He's a marathon runner, but he does his own thing. He doesn't use the platform. It's just that's my deal, I guess. <laughs> wow. That's interesting. That's very interesting. You'd yeah. think he'd at least use it for just cross-training miles. You'd think he'd use it for right. that. Or strength. Or, oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. And they have so many great outdoor classes for running. Like so many. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I told him. I said, you know, I have so many like Peloton friends who are marathon runners and just stack classes to have, you know, something in their ear and the music. But he's like, like no. I don't like people telling me what to do. I'm like, only you need that, apparently. Apparently. <laughs> I need the direction. <laughs> he doesn't know what he's missing. That's fine. <laughs> I was just thinking it's a shame you had two boys instead of two girls, because then they would be the golden girls. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, know. I know. That's right. That's <laughs> the great. golden girls. <laughs> So would you say that like Tunde is your all-time favorite instructor? Do you have others that you would lump in the favorite category or she's just your gal? I mean, Tunde is number one from day one. I mean, adore her. But I mean, I definitely have others that I love too. I love Camila. Um, I actually am an admin in her group. And before I had kids, I was a translator. So I kind of consider myself an honorary Latina. (laughs) That's awesome. I I adore her too. I love Alex. I remember early on being really inspired and motivated by Alex. And I remember in the beginning, he said something to the effect of like, I'm in the business of proving people wrong. And I was like, all right, that's where we're going. That's (laughs) what I'm going to do. That's what you needed at that time. That's great. Yeah. And then I always joke, I say Cody was like my gateway, (laughs) like my gateway drug into Peloton. He's like got me addicted. It was at the time in the beginning when I wasn't completely sold. It it was fun and he was hilarious and the music was great. So it was like, okay, okay, I can get into this. (laughs) That's what kept you coming back. Okay. I got you. That makes sense. It does. Yeah. It does. You see that with bands a lot. 
Yeah. Like you get in the prog rock. It's like, well, you start with Pink Floyd and then you just go down the rabbit hole. Exactly. <laughs> he always brings it back to anything pop culture. <laughs> it's my, I like it. It's my superpower. <laughs> so do you have any advice for people just entering the world of Peloton? Oh, any advice? That's a good question. I would just say, you know, take it slow. Take it slow. Give yourself time to explore. Try everything. Don't close yourself off from anything. Be open-minded to it all. It's funny. My mom actually just got a Peloton on Friday. Like, just got delivered. 62 years old. Used to make fun of me. (laughs) And she finally decided. And I think I got like five phone calls this morning already. Like, how do I do this? What does this mean? How do I get out? How do I get out? out? Just leave your shoes on the bike, mom. It'll be fine. Right. right. Ella says baddies don't do that. Baddies don't leave their shoes clipped in. What's resistance mean? Yeah. Right. Hilarious. Oh, man. It's going to be a long road with her, but I'm proud of her for getting it. Uh, yes, absolutely. I wish my family had one. That would be amazing. So that's great. That's fun. Yeah. And I would just say don't be intimidated. Like... It's for everyone, everyone, all levels. You have to start somewhere. So just do it. Just start. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us. Before we let you go, let everybody know where they can find you and all the places if you would like to be found. Yeah, sure. I'm on Instagram again, super unique, Carly Golden. (laughs) (laughs) But ain't broke. It ain't broke. And you can find me on the leaderboard there too. You'll always see me on a live tune day class. (laughs) (laughs) wonderful well thank you again thank you guys for having me it's an honor it's great talking to y'all you too likewise so i guess that brings this episode to a close until next week where can people find you People can find me on facebook at facebook.com slash crystal d o'keefe they can find me on all the socials and the peloton leaderboard at clip out crystal and you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online at Facebook.com slash The Clipout. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our Patreon, where for five bucks a month, you get bonus content, you get ad-free episodes. And if we get them early, you get them early. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling. And rowing. And running. <laughs>